I'm ready to dare. What about you out there? Are you ready to dare to take a leap of faith in order to amplify your joy and let your true self shine? Because it's time. It's time to jump into the life your soul is calling you to and open up the floodgates of flow, fun, and freedom in your business, your health, your finances, your faith, and your relationships. If you want to experience more peace, prosperity, and passion, and to master your fears in order to unlock your blessings in every area of your life, then it's time to joy it up and tune into the Infinite Joy Telesummit. Dare to leap into you. Here is your Leapologist, author, speaker, and host, Don Kaiser. Hello and welcome everyone. It's Don Kaiser here, your Leapologist and host for the Infinite Joy Dare to Leap into You Telesummit. I am grateful you have tuned in today because I have a very special guest here today, Dr. Sue Matheson. I have known Dr. Sue for many, many years, and she is a community influencer in the area I live in. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Sue. She is a triple board certified physician and founder of the Catalyst Medical Center in Fargo, North Dakota. The center is an innovative, integrative, multi-specialty clinic that provides dermatology, clinical spa treatments, medical weight loss, allergy and sinus treatments, hearing health, ENT, and sleep medicine in a holistic environment. While her busy medical practice and her family are her main focus, her blog, PositivelyBeautiful.com, and weekly form newspaper column have earned her 30,000 plus readers and social media fans around the world. She serves on numerous nonprofit boards. She organizes events such as North Dakota Women's Startup Weekend, TEDx Fargo Women, and is a co-organizer of TEDx Fargo since the beginning. She is also the medical director of Windmere Sleep Wellness Center. She's a Stanford graduate where she was awarded the first Dean's Award for Service. Then she earned her medical degree from the University of Texas Southwestern Medical School in Dallas, followed by seven years of specialty training at the University of Washington in Seattle. Welcome, Dr. Sue. Well, thank you so much, Don. I'm just delighted to be here. And uh, you, my dear, have brought so much joy to my life over the past uh, many years. Uh, you are a ray of sunshine. And, and uh, I'm so um, honored to be asked to participate in the summit. And uh, I'm so happy for you and all the great work you're doing to help others. So oh, thank, well, thank you, you Don. those kind words. I appreciate that. Well, let's no. just... Jump right in, yeah. uh, Sue, and just share a little bit about with our listeners your leap of faith story that you'd love for them to know about your journey um, in, into business or your journey into life as well. Well, you know, you know, when I look back to uh, childhood, I I, um, I was the oldest of seven kids, and uh, I kind of. Um, was indoctrinated into service at a very young age since I had uh, uh, little brothers and sisters who rapidly appeared after uh, <laughs> after me. And so I was always mom's helper. And uh, uh, I guess that kind of continued um, through being, you know, very involved in high school activities and college as well. And, and my dad was a physician and my mom was a nurse. And so um, you know, I kind of thought and thought about what, uh, what I wanted to do with my life. And I thought maybe I should be a, an attorney. And then I figured out they had to write papers all the time. And I, <laughs> at that time, I wasn't really into writing. <laughs> so I steered clear of that. And I said, well, you know, maybe, maybe, um, maybe medicine is for me. And so I, um, you know, took pre-med class at Stanford, which, um, 
many of those classes were quite intimidating for me, but I persevered and, and uh, muddled through and finally uh, was able to apply to medical school and, and uh, gain acceptance into the, the school of my choice. And so I spent um, four happy years in Dallas. Um, I, I, I have, I've always said about Texans, they, um, they are just can-do kind of people. And uh, um, certainly what's going on in Texas right now, even though far south of, of uh, Dallas, you know, my heart goes out to them. And, uh, but they definitely are Texas strong and, uh, you know, yeah. will survive and thrive um, despite the troubles. So, yeah. um, but, uh, but, you know, after, um, after Texas, I once again got to explore and, and uh, um, you know, look around the country for where I wanted to do my next phase of training. And uh, I certainly considered staying in, in Dallas, but, uh, um, but also had some good friends in Seattle. So I explored the University of Washington and ended up um, matching there, which was also my first choice. And, and then got to spend seven awesome years in Seattle, not, a, not only learning about um, the intricacies of head and neck medicine, uh, but also the beauty of that state and that region. You know, some uh, trips on the water, and um, um, there's no, nothing like Seattle sunshine, which when you're a resident, you know, <laughs> you go to work in the dark, and you often come back in the dark. So, um, so you know, the, the, the rain didn't really bother me, but uh, um, the times that I got to uh, enjoy some of the summer sunshine and and, uh, you know, they also have, uh, you know, it's daylight until after 10 p.m. there throughout part of the summer. So that's really fun. Nice. So, um, yeah. So, you know, just uh, entering medicine was kind of a leap of faith for me. And then I decided to move back to Fargo. And, um, you know, mostly as a, a family thing. You know, I, I'd been gone for almost 15 years doing, um, you know, education and training. And, and, uh, you know, since we had a big family, it was, it was nice to reconnect. And I got a, a good job offer to come back to the clinic where my dad was uh, also a physician and um, um, really enjoyed that. Um, he was uh, in retirement mode and actually retired three years after I got back to Fargo. And, you know, and I had always been thinking, hmm, I, you know, I wonder... I wonder what it would be like to kind of, uh, you know, start your own thing where, where, uh, you know, you have, um, you know, some control over schedules and, uh, um, you know, people who work with you, um, you get to empower them. And um, yeah, so, you know, when my dad retired, I decided to, um, you know, take a different uh, uh, trajectory as well. And I, I, left that clinic and ended up starting my own medical practice in the year 2000. So yes. um, that was a big uh, adventure with lots of learning for me, <laughs> as you can imagine, not just the medicine side, you know, when medicine, you're, you get to be a lifelong learner, but then, you know, all about the, you know, there's the, the business side of medicine, which continues to get more and more complicated um, over the years. And then there's also, um, you know, the marketing side of, a, of an independent practice. You know, I, I consider marketing as kind of creative education. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think we have a, a really good, uh, uh, you know, product and service to offer patients. And so, um, you know, we try to, you know, tell them, tell them our story and, and how we might be able to serve them. 
and so that's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I also think about, you know, having my own business as uh, an opportunity to be generous. Um, you know, that, you know, some of the, the proceeds that we receive, um, you know, we're able to give back and certainly, you know, uh, you know, with the, the multiple silent auctions and benefits that go on in our region, um, we have a, a hot commodity uh, product that uh, uh, people always enjoy since we have a, a clinical spa. You know, we do some um, um, basically TLC treatments. Um, you know, I think there's that something about the power of touch. And so people yeah. really enjoy facials and microderms and, uh, uh, so that's always fun to uh, fun to donate to um, causes throughout our community. Yeah, I, I definitely love those those times and those facials as well. So, I would love for you to to talk a little bit then about how did you because you know Catalyst I, I've seen it grow and continue to grow, but I'd also love to talk about your transition into starting your blog, Positively Beautiful, and and how that mm -hmm. um, coexists for you because you have many hats that you wear, not only as a medical practitioner, but as a uh, board director and all that, but also as a blogger and a speaker and, and just somebody who wants to bring beauty into the world. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that leap of faith. Yeah, you know, it kind of surprised me too, because as <laughs> I said, as a kid, I, I was like, oh, writing papers was just drudgery for me. But, you know, I, I kind of um, discovered that that it was really helpful for me to process thoughts um, through writing them down. And, and then, um, you know, I discovered that sometimes I actually had something to say. Um, and, and it's, it's great for me because I, you know, I, I, I often choose health topics, often ones that I want to explore a little bit more myself um, or, you know, questions that people have asked, but I, I also can explore kind of the, you know, there's that there's that uh, psychosocial part of health that I think we underestimate. Um, you know, the the power of you know having good girlfriends um, has a, a dramatic impact um, on your health. Um, having neighbors that you like and trust has a dramatic impact on your sense of well-being. There's all these little connection factors that I think we underestimate um, uh, that. Uh, you know, I get to write about some of those broader topics, um, you know, the, the topics of gratitude, of, uh, of uh, you know, the ability to say no. Uh, and I, I think it all does directly relate back to health. Um, and so I'm grateful that the blog has given me a platform uh, to do that. And, and also that the forum um, was interested enough to to um, publish it as well. Um, they, they say they get good, good feedback from their readers. And so I feel honored to, um, you know, give, uh, provide some content for them that they, they find useful. Yeah, I love that. Um, share with us a little bit, Sue, about, you know, throughout as you're making these transitions from going to Dallas to Seattle to Fargo to starting your own business to becoming a blogger and writer. What inside you told you it was time to take a leap of faith? What were some of those signs that maybe God was giving you or that you were just a sense that you were feeling that said, you know, I, it's time for a change in my life? Yeah, you know, um, um, in terms of starting my own practice, um, you know, I worked with wonderful people and uh, people that I still um, admire and uh, respect. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, uh, when you're part of a big organization, um, you know, sometimes, you, you know, you, you also want to have input and, uh, um, make a difference. And, and sometimes, you know, there's just so many layers, it's hard to appreciate how you might be able to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and also, you know, the length of uh, length of time it takes to make decisions can be be challenging. So, uh, you know, it, it uh, you know, probably if I knew then what I know now, you know, it's actually probably a bigger leap than I even anticipated. But, um, you know, I just I just felt that there was uh, more that I could do, more people that I could help. Um, and also, you know, kind of. Um, you know, almost have a little bit more um, control over my destiny and how I wanted to create it and to build a a wonderful team um, and to be able to give back. So that's, you know, as I said, I felt a bit constricted and and, uh, wasn't sure if if I could make an impact. And so this was my way of, uh, of trying to make that come about. Yeah, I love that being, you know, tuning into when you feel constricted or boxed in or like there is more, right? That there is more mm-hmm. out there that I could do or become on that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. other thing that I've discovered as I've talked with many women about obviously taking leaps of faith in their life is each of us goes through some type of fear or has to face a fear as we're taking a leap of faith. I'd love for you to just share with our listeners, is there a fear that you remember having to break through? as you took these leaps of faith that you went, Ooh, this is something that I had to stare down and really step through in order to Mm -hmm. receive everything that was on the other side of that leap of faith. Yeah. You know, I think that's a great, great question. Um, And uh, um, you know, I think, you know, some of it is about having um, the confidence. Um, Sometimes I also think that, that, um, you know, day-to-day life is such a, you know, such a hamster wheel that it's really, you know, it's hard to even have the time, as you, as you mentioned, to kind of tune in and and listen and feel um, to what, you know, might serve you better. Um, Is that sometimes we're, we're so busy that we are, you know, too overwhelmed to even um, uh, learn about, you know, what, what could be beyond the next door. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're too overwhelmed um, to take action. So, you know, it's almost like, you know, even before you take a leap of faith, you have to take a, you know, you have to prepare for that leap of faith and, and, uh, um, you know, trying to do that in the, in the best possible way. Um, I think, you know, behind that, there's always that, you know, that fear of failure and, and mm. sometimes the, you know, the status quo is, uh, you know, that, that sense of familiarity kind of keeps us keeps us where we are even if we're not um, you know you know even if we aren't leading that life of joy that we aspire to um so it it takes a lot to kind of escape that you know the inertia of the status quo and um you know the fear of uh of uh, what might be next and whether you know whether it's going to have a positive outcome or not yeah. So I'm, I'm just curious, how did you overcome that then? How did you personally deal with the thought of, well, if I start my own business or I start this blog that I might fail at it? How did you work through mm-hmm. that? Because you obviously have not failed. You've been super successful in it, but you had to break through that in order to receive all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, 
I think um, it was just little by little by little. And then suddenly I was at the end of the diving board and it was kind of, you know, the, just like you say, I just jumped in. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I think it was, it was uh, for me that jumping in was having those um, difficult conversations, uh, you know, that, that uh, I wanted to do something different and, you know, um, you know, unfortunately, um, I, you know, I'm not a, not a, uh, I don't love conflict. <laughs> I don't think, uh, You're you not know, alone it's like in I, that. yeah, I know, but it, it's like, I, I guess, uh, you know, I was never healthy. Conflict was not necessarily, um, modeled for, for me. And I, and so, um, you know, it's something that I'm becoming more comfortable with, but, uh, but, uh, and I think you have to be, to be a healthy person, but that certainly has been a, you know, a, a growth process for me, but just, you know, you know, overcoming that, you know, that I'm going to disappoint someone, um, or, uh, you know, make them angry, um, um, you know, getting past that. And, you know, I, I guess I, I tried not to burn any bridges. Cause as I said, you know, I, I, I was, uh, I worked with a lot of great people so that, that, um, you know, Perhaps if I failed, I could still go back, um, but uh, but you know that hasn't uh, um, you know it, you know overall we have been successful. There's certainly it's not all a you know an upward trajectory. There's lots of hills and valleys, but uh, overall it's been a really positive experience. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's the other point, and I love that you bring that up. Is we always think leaps of faith that it's okay. I take this leap of faith, and automatically the the success comes, and it just rides out forever. And it it might come for a little bit, and then you might ebb. And to me, that really just signals I have to go to the next level, right? Like that's God telling me, okay, here's Mm -hmm. a deeper level that you need to walk. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know. in all of this, you know, all of these little hills and valleys are definitely um, opportunities to, you know, deepen our faith, to grow as people, um, you know, to, to uh, you know, serve others more deeply. But um, it doesn't always feel good, does it? No. <laughs> oh, I um, wish it would, right? But. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, there's a there's another physician who, whose uh, blog I read, um, his name is Dr. Dr. Warren. And, um, you know, he was actually a, a surgeon in the Iraq war. And, um, you know, he says, you know, really, um, you know, you have to approach, you know, it's like, I, I can't really, I don't, I don't buy the, or I don't enjoy the war metaphor, but really it's like, we do have to expect that there are, are going to be trials and tribulations and we have to be, um, you know, we have to be willing to face those and uh, overcome them and to survive and thrive. Um, But, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we can't, uh, um, yeah, we, there's a, there always is a silver lining, but it, it takes time and effort and uh, faith to discover that silver lining oftentimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you can practice that muscle, I know um, for myself in particular, I see the silver lining a lot quicker than I did, you know, 
13 mm-hmm. years ago. I mean, I remember when my dad passed away, I would have told you there's no mm-hmm. silver lining to that whatsoever. But now I see mm-hmm. it. And now as I go through trials, I'm asking myself, what's the silver lining that could come from this? What could I learn from mm-hmm. it? Um, right. and, you know, and it doesn't always come quickly. And like you said, it's not always fun and joyful. When God goes, here's something I want to teach you. I want to teach you how to deal with failure. Great. Thank right. you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Oh boy. Yeah. That's uh yeah. You know, there's, you know, we're, we're all going to fail in, uh, in some ways. It, maybe it's in business. Maybe it's in, uh, you know, it's in, uh, our personal lives. You know, there, there, we have to know that, uh, that, um, you know, not everything is rosy, but, uh, everything does make us uh, a better person. Um, if we, you know, have the faith and the and the perseverance to yeah. to uh, look for that silver lining and and uh, and grow from it. Yeah, I I don't remember ex- exactly who said it, but there's somebody who said a setback is always a setup for something even better. And I always try to mm-hmm. hold on to that, right? Like if I see a setback, yeah. it's like okay, God, something else is good is coming along the way as well. So perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, Absolutely. I I would love for you to share, Sue. Um, just a practice that maybe you do or that you've worked with clients to do to really take care of themselves. Because one of the things that I know my tribe and listeners struggle with is as we take leaps of faith, especially in, in business or even just in life in general, we start to not, um, we put ourselves on the back burner. And so I'd just love for you to share maybe a practice or two that you use to take care of yourself as you continue to leap in life and business. Yeah. I, you know, thanks for asking. Cause I, I'm really, passionate about about self-care and um um you know i, I am i'm you know it's like you know there's a little bit of do as i say not as i do because you know <laughs> i i you know grew up in a family where you know you know mom you know my mother was the as i said the mother of seven and and uh, you know she was always a bit overwhelmed with with all of us running around and and I, I think that, you know, she didn't learn how to put herself first. Um, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, you know, I've certainly placed, um, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, I place a lot of my self-worth in terms of, of uh, all that I can do in terms of, you know, um, you know, medical practice, um, you know, serving others through board service and through my writing. and um, and also, you know, being a mom to a pretty um, active, uh, um, uh, you know, guy, little guy who is ten, almost 10 years old and he wow. challenges me greatly. Um, uh, you know, he's kind of like 10 years old going on 17. Um, but totally uh, get that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, um, so, you know, I've I've learned um, that you have to be really intentional with self-care. I think you almost have to, you know, ritualize it, um, calendarize it, etc. Um, you know, I think you should have a morning ritual where, you know, ideally, um, you know, you have an hour or two of peace before the rest of the household gets up. Yep. And, um, um, you know, you have 10 or 15 minutes for, you know, some, uh, quiet reflection and uh, a little bit of deep breathing and maybe, you know, your favorite cup of tea and then, you know, a little bit of movement, you know, it's like there's so many different philosophies about, um, about, 
you know, I think we're seeing an evolution in terms of, you know, what fitness really means. And now yeah. we're about, you know, healthy, healthy movement, not killing ourselves on a, a treadmill. Which um, I appreciate uh, so much more than <laughs> thinking too. I have to kill myself on the me treadmill. Too. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, eating well kind of to nourish your, your, your body and your soul. Um, um, but, uh, um, so, you know, that morning ritual, um, you know, whatever that may be and, and little mini rituals throughout the day, whether it be, you know, a five minute break here or there and, and, uh, you know, you know, a, a fancy water bottle that makes you feel like a million bucks when you drink out of it, et cetera. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> lastly, um, uh, you know, there's so many little things, you know, you know, in terms of, uh, um, your nighttime ritual too. Um, I think people really underestimate the power of sleep. You mm. know, that's when we get our, you know, our repair and regenerate, regenerating um, genes turned on. Um, you know, growth factor is secreted during the evening or the, the nighttime hours. Um, so having, you know, a nighttime ritual that supports you, you know, ideally, um, you know, getting kids to bed. So once again, you have an hour uh, to yourself and uh, we know a lot of, of interesting little things about, you know, kind of, kind of hide, how to wind down. Um, for example, you know, um, our screens tend to uh, put off a lot of blue light and blue light um, stimulates your pineal gland to, to uh, actually cut back on melatonin production. So, so the lights from our screens really can be activating right when we need to wind down. And so you can actually put little filters over like your cell phone screen that that block out the blue light um there's a, a special setting um that you can download on a laptop that's called f.lux that also makes the screen look much more warm and so you you get rid of that blue light um ideally just turn your you know your laptop off <laughs> that'd be the easiest one right but we're all gonna find the other apps to do it no. yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if, uh, if you ever do have time to, you know, maybe once a week, um, you know, try to take a bath with some Epsom salts and lavender and then really get some good sleep. Um, you know, I've always been, uh, you know, kind of one of those, Oh, I can sleep when I'm dead kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the latest research probably, you know, it's like I've had struggles over the years, you know, um, I've always been um, on the heavier side and, and, uh, you know, we now know that, um, you know, obesity rates uh, rise when people don't get adequate sleep. Yeah. Um, um, it's really, really important. Um, I, I think I started to uh, get better sleep when, um, you know, I was, uh, you know, helping my little boy go to sleep yeah. where I'd kind of wind down and, and, um, um, you know, read a story and, and, uh, you know, let him fall asleep and just, you know, enjoy the, the beauty of a, a sleeping child and, and, uh, you know, how much I loved him and then, you know, um, go to my own bed and I could just fall right asleep. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it was early enough. So I still was able to get up, you know, get up a, a couple hours before him. So I had that quiet time in the morning and I my brain works tends to work much better in the morning anyway so that's my my little trick but uh, I, I would have to say sleep is one of those uh, wonderful wonderful things that we we underestimate and I would highly suggest you know developing that uh, that wind down ritual so that you can get 
excellent sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And especially as business owners, right? We think that, oh, I, I can work any time of the day, you know, so I'll work after mm-hmm. the kids go to bed. And it's like, really, like you said, having that routine going, you know what, you need to treat it just like you would any other thing and take care of yourself because really you are your mm-hmm. business. And so if you're not the healthiest mm-hmm. person you are, your business isn't going to function as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, so highly recommend it. That's part of the reason I got board certified in sleep too. So um, it's a, it's a fascinating topic and I think we're going to continue to le- learn more and more over the years. Yes. Perfect. Well, Sue, I would uh, enjoy and appreciate if you just share, what's your biggest lesson as you've leaped in life and business, what has the, been the biggest lesson that you would love to share with our listeners and say, if I could save you guys some time or maybe a little bit of pain, here's what I want you to remember as you take leaps of faith, what would that be? Oh boy. Um, you know, I, I would say that, uh, that, you know, true peace and um, true wisdom and, and ultimate health comes from living your best life. Mm. And that means living one that you've defined through trust, trusting your intuition and your, um, and your faith and your divine guidance. Um, um, you know, I, I think if we, uh, you know, continually feel like we have to uh um you know settle and put up with and uh um with things that are that are um you know not letting us shine our light with uh you know with uh you know relationships that are um that are holding us back and not serving us and and uh you know making us feel less than we really are or you know a job that does that or a lifestyle that does that um you know we need to to uh really focus on um you know living our our best lives that that give us purpose and uh um you know help us wake up every day with joy even though it might not be the easiest day um you know i love to uh um, I love, you know, I love to learn and uh, um, I love to read. Um, I'm learning to put more of those things um, into action, you know, by, you know, taking intentional action and not, um, you know, getting into analysis, par- analysis paralysis because, yeah. you know, life just goes by so fast. And, and I think we, we regret uh, the things that, that we didn't do far more than mistakes that we've made. And so I guess that would be my, my biggest thing is, is, uh, you know, if, you know, really look at, uh, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you can just make one small leap of faith and, you know, like you were saying, you know, you, you develop your muscles. Um, and uh, if there is that big leap of faith that you need, you'll, you'll work through the fear and um, you will be better off for it in the end. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Well, what is next for you, Sue? What is the next leap of faith that is coming down in Catalyst Medical or in Positively Beautiful or in Form Writing for you that you'd love to share with our listeners? You know, this might sound kind of crazy, but um, um, I have worked so hard uh, throughout my life. That's and, not crazy. You know, I know you. You work hard. You work hard. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and um, um, it's been uh, it's been a challenge for me 
you know, I'm like, people ask me, well, what do you like to do for fun? And I'm like, um, you know, I like, I like to, my social life is being on boards, et cetera. And I guess reading, but it's like, I had a hard time coming up with things. And so, you know, I've really challenged myself over the past uh, couple of years to um, be more adventurous. Uh, mm-hmm. um, my son and I have, you know, done some awesome trips. Um, we went to Washington DC this year. Um, we, uh, uh, you know, took a road trip to Omaha to see the zoo. Um, we are listening to audiobooks. I think this is kind of a fun trick. Um, we're listening to audiobooks so that we can, you know, have something that connects us, um, even though my eyes have to be on the road, but it gets his <laughs> eyes off a screen and kind of more into his his uh, mind and imagination. So yep. one book we listened to was Wonder, you know, the story about Augie mm. and his fifth grade classroom and, and uh so, um, yeah, just having more fun with my my little boy and seeking out more adventures, doing a little bit more art. Um, we also welcomed an, an exchange student to our home just a, a week and a half ago. Um, so that's going to be a great adventure, learning about Thailand and learning about this young man and yeah. his adventures through high school. So um, there's still a lot of work that I, I do, but I, I find that I'm, you know, um, more refreshed uh, to do the work that I do when I've taken a little bit more time for fun. I love that. I love that. That's a great leap of faith. And I think many of our <laughs> listeners can, can take that to heart as well. Well, Sue, if people want to learn more about Catalyst Medical or about your blog, what are the best ways for them to do that? Yes, I'd be happy to answer any questions, um, you know, whether it be, um, you know, something you'd like me to write about for the the blog and newspaper or if you have a particular health question I'd be happy to answer it or guide you to someone who knows Um, or if you just have any ideas or or uh, um, feedback for me I would love to hear from you Um, you can email me at we care that's w-e-c-a-r-e at catalystmedicalcenter.com and uh I get all the messages, and so um, um, it'd be fun to connect in that way. And of course, my blog is positivelybeautiful.com. Um, uh, it's uh, it does get all the blogs um, uh, updated to it. I need to redirect a little bit of a, attention to that um, <laughs> at some point. But uh, um, as I said, my focus has been a little bit more on on uh, having fun. Um, so uh, once I I get back to a little bit more uh, 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 more balance in that. I'll kind of uh, I'll shift a little bit back into more positively beautiful. But the writing still goes on. I just haven't uh, been able to connect um, much beyond the writing for that. But, but it's all there. Awesome. So, yeah. I love it. And are there any final thoughts you have for our listeners? Anything that we talked about that you want to reiterate, or something that we didn't talk about, and you're like, "Ooh, Don, your listeners need to know this before we end this no, conversation." You know, I I think, um, you know, uh, you asked me to think of a quote, and so I do want to yeah. end with the with the quote or passage, and it's um, um, you know, you you wonder why Proverbs is is such a a powerful book that. Uh, you know, someone was able to create a, a, a business out of it, um, um, helping others. But there's a quote from the book of Proverbs uh, 31, 
um, uh, and uh, verse 25. And it's, um, and it's interesting because I Googled this because I couldn't remember the exact words and I found all the different translations of this quote. And so I'm going to read you a couple of them. Yeah. Um, and this is the quote that says, um, uh, strength and, uh, or she is closed with strength and dignity. And she smiles at the future. And they, some, some quotes say that uh, she laughs without fear of the future. Um, or she shall rejoice in time to come. Um, but just, you know, I guess that's what, uh, what I try to um, embody is um, even when tough things are thrown my way, I try to, um, you know, respond with strength and dignity. And um, I'm very hopeful for a happy future and um, using my gifts as, as uh, God sees fit and, um, um, and taking action on them. You know, sometimes I get too wrapped up in my head and too much thinking. I need to do, do more um, taking action uh, on, on the wonderful intentions that I have. Yeah, I love that quote. And I thank you for sharing that with all of our readers as well. It's one of my favorite ones that I have, just reminding ourselves that we are clothed with strength and dignity. And like I said, like you said, laughing at, at fear or rejoicing in what's to come in the future as well, which I love both of yeah. those. Well, thank you, Sue, for your time. And thank you listeners for tuning in to the Infinite Joy Telesummit. I look forward to our next conversation. Thanks, everyone.